Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. The season has started, and Minnesota is on the clock. Nebraska, uh, of course, has started spring ball yesterday. They got another practice in today. And uh, because of that, we're going to celebrate by giving our top ten spring game memories here on the Ticket Water Cooler to open up here. Well, you are, because I wasn't aware that this is what we were doing. I am. You're going to react to it. This is my list. you got to tell me these things. Yeah, well, I just wanted you to react to it and see if you remember any of these things. Or You know, we can include your, your favorite spring game memories as well. Uh, Rico. Okay. Um, and, I have uh, a couple. Well, it, it, and I think it's fair, too, because, you know, sometimes we get into this lull of, you know, and, and we're all excited about spring game now and the spring football, but as, as it gets closer, it's just like, yeah, this game doesn't really matter and we're not really going to get anything from it. But there's been some fun spring game memories over the years, so I wanted to uh, to get us ready for that. And, of course, uh, there's a pretty good way to get you in the mood for some Husker football talk. We're talking about the spring game. Uh, we'll just get, uh, get the music rolling, blaring there for a second. Uh, as, as we open this up. Uh, there are some that didn't quite make the list, including my 12-yard touchdown run as a child uh, while I was out there for the halftime show of, of D.A.R.E. Did you, did, you, did you go to the spring games when you were a kid? Uh, I went to one oh. spring game when I was in middle school, but I went with the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, did they did they have the D.A.R.E. halftime show? No. 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 When I was a kid, they used to, it seemed like yearly. I don't know how long they did it, but if you remember Dare, uh, you would uh, pledge not to do drugs and alcohol, and you'd go on the field. and As kids, we all did. As we all do. And we all lied. And yeah, most of us lied. And no, but, we, we all lied. But it's either okay. way, we got on the field <laughs> and we had fun. And so I think they should bring back those dare halftime things. I think, think that so? was kind of fun. The yeah, kids I mean, would just lie. I like entertainment. But yeah, either way, kids get on the field. I think I think that was fun. Uh, one other one that didn't quite make it as I was looking up some things here. The 2000 spring game ended in a 21 to 21 tie. Oh. It was the first time the spring game ended in a tie since 1950. How? Uh, how would you? How upset would you be by a tie at the spring game? I it's ridiculous, but it's a spring game, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know you're in a weird situation there, where it's like, do we go to overtime? It's a practice. No, we do don't. We go to, can we? Can you? You know what? Go you, to overtime. You know what they should have done? A kickoff. That's what they should do. They yeah. should have whoever. Field yeah, case. the field goal. Field yeah. goal kickoff. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they've got some sort of plan if it comes into a tie. All right, let's get into the top ten, our spring game memories. Um, and uh, this one actually even predates me a little bit. So, I, again, I if, if there are better memories from beyond, we'd like you guys to share them, too. Yeah, the with, this is for line. you guys as well. Yeah. 402-464-5685, Sarger Haven Sex Line, Honda Lincoln Hotline, and uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. You guys can comment on there. You know, give us the uh, give us your favorite spring game memories. Yeah, and I, I should have asked these guys, and I will uh, on the captain tomorrow ask about the 19th 1995 spring game because that comes in 10th for me uh we always say you know sometimes the spring game stars don't really turn into anything and so that's why you don't want to read too much in the spring
spring game. Well, in 1995, the spring game star was a guy, a transfer by the name of Scott Frost, who had three touchdown passes. Uh, he was quoted at the end of the game saying, I can't tell you how great it is playing in front of fans where 40,000 people show up for a spring scrimmage. We didn't have that many people at half our home games last year, as he was talking, uh, going over there from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Frazier also had an 80-yard completion to Reggie Ball, which uh, tied for the, the record for the longest touchdown pass. So a little bit of entertainment there as well. Um, now that these- Scott Frost guy didn't turn out to be much of a quarterback, did he? Uh, he did all right. I yeah, think he, he won a he national did, championship. He did okay at Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spring game stars, not much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes they turn out to be pretty good. Whatever. Um, this is the most memorable, not not necessarily my most favorite list. So number nine on my list, uh, I, I don't think I'll ever forget the two-hand uh, – touch football that we had last year it's not my it's not it's not gonna be on anybody's favorite but if we yeah. talk about most memorable i still i mean we talked to husker former huskers that um you know maybe haven't been paying attention when we tell them that they play two-hand touch football they're just, just disgusted they're disgusted and just shocked yeah that that would happen at a spring game but remember anthony grant's really long touchdown <laughs> yes. everybody's like well he would have gotten taken down if they were actually tackling yeah and then turns out he was actually really good yeah <laughs> He was. He was pretty darn good. So. Didn't get a thousand well, yards. I think that was, was super par- close. That was part of it. Was like that was a good run, but he might have been tackled. But he might have been tackled, tackle, or at least like attempted to be tackled. But then, sure enough, you know, the first couple games of the season, he's met in the backfield every time he touches the ball. Didn't have a negative rush for the longest time. Yeah. The end of the year. So that that play happen. was pretty much you know significant of the first half of the season for Anthony Grant. Get met in the backfield, break the tackle, yeah. and go for positive yardage. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, that was the moment of last year's spring game. The, the moment of the two hand touch spring game. So hopefully we'll, me- we'll remember that ten years from now when I make another list with. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's not on, on your list you anymore so because anymore? we have better spring game memories. Yeah. Uh, number eight on my list, another one that is, again, very memorable, um, but not a, not a great performance because there was no game. It got rained out in 2012. I don't know if you oh, remember this. I don't. It was, But I'll never forget it because I walked from the bottoms, the Russian bottoms, and it was just... It drenched like it, it, me and the person I went with. Everybody was like huddling as much as they could inside Memorial Stadium, and it was just like there's no way they can play this game today. They eventually call it off. The only redeeming quality of it was they had a bunch of Runzas in Valentino's Pizza. They said just everybody get Runzas and Valentino's Pizza it. and get out of here. <laughs> and we did, and it, you know it was pouring on us. Uh, but that was a r- very memorable spring game. Hopefully not the one that we see this year, but uh, yeah, hopefully yeah, we knows? actually get a spring game. Yeah, but. You know, if they want to give out runs and Valentinos, I wouldn't be mad at. Yes, it. that was the redeeming quality of that. Was we did get free runs. A rained out spring game. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, you would think because if that's a, like a game is going to be played, right? But you're not going to play the spring game. And I don't game. know because you get 15 practices. Um, you know, that's what's allowed by that's the NCAA. You don't just want to give up the practice. I don't know if they like met for another practice. They probably had their own indoor. They probably did it indoor. Yeah, just uh, no fans. Yeah. So it was kind of sad. Hopefully that doesn't happen because we all look forward to the spring game. Um, number seven on my list was 2015. Uh, not for necessarily anything af- on the field, but uh, this was uh, this was memorable because Greg McMullen, who was one of the leading uh, defensive players that year, um, actually left the team. He, he was kind of his status was up in the air for a, the week leading up to the spring game. He let the team know before the game, and so everybody just kind of thought, okay, well. 
You know, this is this is what it is, and everybody knows the situation. Mark Banker was asked about it afterwards. Here's what Mark Banker had to say. On the defensive line, news from Greg McMullen, I guess, a little bit. Knowing what he's done and the decision he's made, what can you say about his job? Uh, I, I don't know. What has he done and what's his oh, decision? Uh, McMullen, I guess, won't be returning. Um, no, knowing that, I guess, what he's contributed, what can you say about his body of work? I, I, I really don't have much to say, you know. Uh, um, the big thing here is the, the guys that we have, you know, in front of us here. Because I, I don't, I'm not aware, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I haven't had a conversation with them, and uh, uh, that, that was news to me as far as any kind of a decision. So I don't really have a comment to make on it. I apologize for that. <laughs> so let, let, let's see, you know, the level of communication on that Riley staff, not always best because wait, I thought wait, it was he's gone? Yeah, he was like everybody went oh. through, through the spring game. That was like the story of the day. Yeah. And the approach of Mark Banker, the defensive coordinator. Yep, the guy who, who's supposed to know this. Yeah, this is supposed to be one of his best players going into the year, and he just he has to be alerted of it by the reporters <laughs> after like, the game. He's gone? <laughs> Interesting. You can like, oh, uh, um. <laughs> well, I got nothing. Yeah, thanks for really thanks for breaking that to news say. to me. Yeah, that is news to me. So again, sometimes it surprises you the lack of communication on uh, coaching staffs. So that was kind of an and a little bit of an eye opener for me, yeah. though they did have a pretty decent year as far as the Riley tenure goes in 2015. Uh, all right, number oh, six. People oh. are people are letting us know. Chase B says Scott Frost's first home game was rained out, and I was going to say it was it was lightning lightning down. That's right, it was. Um, and somebody says the 2012 spring game was called off because of major lightning storms. Also, oh, not lightning. just the rain. Yeah. Well, Shout out to lightning. I don't know. It was like it was coming down. Yeah, though. they would have played in the rain. Yeah. They'd have been like, ah, it's whatever. It's fine. They probably would have been more careful to make sure there were no injuries, but they would have played in the rain. But lightning, yeah, you don't play in that. Yeah, you yep. Can't, yep, you gotta watch out for the yep. light. Shout out to Akron for <laughs> for leaving. And those that believe that wasn't the whole... Nebraska gonna play the next day? Like, wasn't that a plan that I was think in there talks? Was and then Akron was it. like, you know what? No. Yeah, it didn't work for Akron's schedule. That's right. Like, we're we're leaving yeah. tonight. I don't know what your idea is. And it's 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 crazy because you know people will still argue that maybe that was that would change the Scott Frost era. I, I don't think so. Well, I mean, maybe been... they wouldn't have been zero and six, but they. They probably would have been. That, that, that would have been the work. first true game for Adrian Martinez. He would have got his feet under him, and then he would have gone into Colorado and it would have been great and, <laughs> not, right. and not hurt, and then things would have been fantastic from there on out. Well, here's what my guess would be, is that they would look really good, and then uh, something would happen down the stretch, and they'd find a way to lose it, because that's what happened every other time Scott Frost goes to oh, the game in perfect. Uh, so that would be my so guess. So we would have just gotten an earlier dose of it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, number six on my list, most memorable moments from the spring game. Uh, was uh, in 2005 when quarterback Zach Taylor threw a spring gig record 357 yards and a 42-14 to 14 win. Uh, this was in front of a record crowd then of 63,416 uh, people. The more, more, Maybe more interesting behind that was Joe Daly, the returning starter, was fourth on the depth chart at that point. Hmm. He started for the the opposite team. Um, he was behind Taylor, Zach Taylor, of course, Bo Davis, and freshman Joe Gans. Um, after the game, he gave his Billy C comment, where he, which is not a great way to um, just in, in any way acknowledge your head coach calling him Billy C, who was Bill Callahan, uh, and would transfer the Monday after the spring game. So mm-hmm. very memorable to me that uh, it was kind of the falling of Joe Daly. Mm. And the welcoming of Zach Taylor. Um, interestingly hey, enough, two- I, I know oh, that this is like not spring game at all, but I don't know if you mentioned if this was mentioned in the captain. But um, local, not super local, but Papillion La Vista, 
uh, defensive end, three-star, committed to Pittsburgh today. Oh, I didn't see that. Eric Ingerson. Um so here's his his his, his uh his post on on Twitter. First, I would like to thank God for the opportunity to receive a scholarship to play football in a sport I I have always loved. Second, thank you for my family for all your support and love throughout the years. You mean the world to me. Third, thank you, Coach Williams and all my high school coaches and teachers at Papillion La Vista High School for everything you have done to get me to this point. For fourth. Thank you to Mike Mancuso, Eric Hotz, and Yano Jones for the extra work and sacrifice you have done to keep pushing and developing me into the player I am now. With all that being said, I am super excited to announce my commitment to the University of Pittsburgh. Hmm. So a a local kid, three-star defensive end slash tight end, I believe is what it says, um, slash athlete uh, from Papillion La Vista, class of 2024, commits to Pittsburgh. Six foot seven, 240 pounds. That's interesting. We'll have to ask uh, Brian Munson and see uh, on Friday how close our Nebraska was was in on this guy. Mm-hmm. If they were, oh, you um, got to think if he's going to Pittsburgh, he must have been recruit at least recruited by yeah, Nebraska, I mean, that's right? A power five school. Um, that's interesting. I, I would like to note too. I know people freak out about some of the you know losing in state kids sometimes. Uh, you, you know, you had to let three guys go that we heard about yesterday. Two of those guys were local, so it doesn't always mm-hmm. turn out if they do uh, come to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that is that is of, of note and of interest. Twenty four seven does not have an offer to Nebraska. He has an mm-hmm. offer from Pittsburgh, Northern Illinois, and Northern Iowa. So it might just be that he got a Power Five offer and wanted to jump on. Yeah, it. yeah. There so, you go. We'll see. Well, there you go. Eric Ingwerson out of Papillion yeah. La Vista commits to Pittsburgh today. We shall follow that story. Yep, we'll ask. As we move along. All right, number five on my list, most memorable spring game performances. How about Bobby Newcomb's 91-yard run in the 1998 spring game? Of course, this was the first spring game post-Tom Osborne. Uh, and, of course, and, and the other thing is you had the quarterback battle between Newcomb and Crouch that really heated up in, in 99. Uh, but 98, it was interesting as well. Um, so that was just uh, any time you can bring up Newcomb and versus Crouch, um, that was the, I mean, that's like a camp battle, not just locally known, but for college football fans, they, they, they understand that's a quarterback battle. Um, so that was very memorable. Uh, the number four on my list, the most memorable spring game memories. How about Jamal Turner's flip into the end zone in hey. 2011? Uh, looked like he was the, the hot freshman recruit on campus. That's the one. And we were looking for the next Deshaun Jackson. The flip looked like a Deshaun Jackson-like flip. Here we go. Jamal Turner was going to be Deshaun Jackson. And he wasn't. And he wasn't. <laughs> Still got the winning touchdown against Michigan State that one year. Oft injured Jamal Turner. Yes. When he was healthy, he was great, though. He had some of the most that. exciting. I don't. I, I don't mean this in a rude way. Like he had very exciting, like seven-yard runs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he never was really quite able to break the the big plays. That, he was but, always just one step. Yeah. Away from from having that big play, and you knew, and everybody knew it. That's why the seven yards. You're like, oh, here it is, and then he yeah. get tackled. And the uh, the other intrigue of it for 2011 is remember he came in as a quarterback mm-hmm. and he and he oh, came he in as a quarterback saying that he could compete with Taylor Martinez or basically mm-hmm. he thought he's a better quarterback than Taylor Martinez and in 2010 Taylor Martinez early in the year looked like a Heisman candidate mm-hmm. so those so were, were like, big words okay so the Deshaun or the Jamal Turner uh, hype was real in 2011 and that's why it's so high on my list uh, going from kind of a high note to a, a bit of a somber one a uh, big moment in the 1996 spring game. 
they played this two days after the passing of Brooke Behringer. Um, so it was a very somber atmosphere. Um, they had a three-and-a-half-minute film devoted to Behringer that was shown on the stadium screens. And they even had a, a, a player, uh, Jeff Perino, actually, who was wearing number 18. He switched to number five for that game out of respect. Um uh, and I, you know, I obviously wasn't, I was too young to kind of take this all in uh, as a six year old, but um, it, it, I mean, that is just, I mean, that's part of the Husker story, mm-hmm. obviously, in that time. And it's, it, that'd be crazy to think of playing a spring game in those circumstances. That's, that is, that is very close proximity in terms of um, that happening and uh, playing the spring game. Yeah, uh, so that was that. That's certainly memorable for those that were there. Um, number two on my list: most memorable spring game memories. You gotta count it. Oh, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> what happened? That's not what I was going. Oh for. my goodness! Let's try the I'm end so here. scared. Oh, there he is, a cat. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get the audio of there, there, but you hear a meow. And 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 obviously, the, one of the biggest memories in spring game history was 2014 when Bo Pelini lifted the cat out of the gate. And uh, a shout out to Fo Pelini. That's right. Bo Pelini coming out with the cat. Nebraska hopefully having a great year. Had another nine-win season. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my spring game philosophy is based off that 2014 game. Bring in as much uh, entertainment as you can. It wasn't just it's a the, spring game. Well, it just wasn't the cat that day. They had the offense versus the defense instead of your typical red versus white. Yep. They had Kenny Bell taking on Bo Pelini in like, field goal competition. I like the offense defense where the defense can score points yeah. for certain things. I, I like that. Yeah, that's a little more in- interesting than red and white and nobody cares who wins. Yeah. Well, because then people switch sides, and they're like, okay, we need you yeah. to move over to the white side. We need you to do the red side, blah, blah, blah. You don't even really know who wins, but they had, like, offensive linemen catching uh, punts or fielding punts. Perfect. I mean, it was just a lot of entertainment yeah. uh, that I think they need to go back to. Um, of course, the number one moment, I, I think you guys probably know what this one is of uh, the most memorable spring game memories. It is Jack Hoffman of Team Jack coming out on the field right now. There's fourth down and short. Jack Hoffman has been adopted really by this football team. A young man who has battled brain cancer is on the field right now for the Huskers. One more snap for Taylor Martinez, too, who will hand it off to Jack. So Taylor gets the shotgun set, gives it to Jack. Here he goes. Got blockers out in front. There he goes. running to midfield. Listen to this crowd. As Jack Hoffman, the young man that, as I mentioned, has really been adopted by this football team to score a touchdown. So there you have it. Jack Hoffman's uh, big run in the 2013 spring game. The play went viral and went on to win the best moment at the ESPY Awards. Uh, what a great moment it was. And uh, unfortunately, I did my spring game thing where it's like, ah, I saw enough, and I left. <laughs> Not before before the Jack before Hoffman that? thing. Yeah. Oh. Like 10 minutes before the Jack Hoffman run, I was like, I don't think there's really much really to see here. Some backups. And, wow. Not part, yeah, of the, not part of the crowd. Pretty much got, yeah. And I left. Wow. So, Bacovin. I was a little disappointed. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I could have been there for the ESPY moment of the year. You could have accepted the ESPY. Yeah. You could have said I was part I of an SB moment, <laughs> and I was uh, I was actually at the end zone. I remember sitting there too. I was at that end zone, um, so it's part of my. Oh, you would have been right there. Yeah, dang. Buck. That's one of the one of the moments that I, I wish that I, I would have stayed for. 
Another one that that, that that I remember that I, you know, that I wasn't even at the game, but I just missed watching on TV because I actually had to run here and do something for the stars. But, like, the the end of the Northwestern, the Hail Mary oh. thing, I did not see that live because I was headed here, and I, I was like, I thought, if it. anything, yeah, I listened on the radio. I was like, if anything, this is going to overtime, or, like, they're barely maybe going to kick a field goal or something. Yep. I don't remember what the situation was, but. That hurts, man. Yeah, there's a missing few, some few big moments. moments I, I watched that on there. TV, so yeah, I mean, I, I've got that. Yeah, I wish I would have because that really only happens once. Yeah. You know. I was at the Northwestern game where they lost in overtime, so, you know, that one sucks. <laughs> but, yeah, no, fun times. Yeah, fun times fun at the time. spring game. You didn't include the video game one. Oh, the I should have, tw- yes. The 2020 COVID no spring Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Let's do it on the video game and have, have uh, you know, build up the rosters and have former players on the yes. teams. You, yeah. have, you have spring game memories, too. I forgot that one. That should have been in the top ten. That was a great one. Yeah, that was a great one. It was terrible. I didn't watch it. <laughs> but the concept. It was a good idea. And for, yeah, and for us video game fans, it was cool. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that'll wrap it up for this segment. We'll be back with uh, some more talk here about maybe Pro Day. Cam Newton actually going to a Pro Day. Also, the Big 12 has a different idea about their Pro Day that maybe the Big Ten in Nebraska uh, will think about a little bit. We'll talk about that coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket.